Welcome to Because I Want to Know, the podcast where I interview guests about their crazy, unique occupations or life experiences. I'm your host, Leslie Fear. So let's get into it, shall we? Hey, everyone. Today I'm joined with Crystal Miles, and she's an intuitive medium. And guys, I met her. Yes, I did on TikTok. Her videos came up on my For You page, and I tell you what, I was mesmerized by the feeling she gave me. I could sense her kind soul, and I don't have any other way to describe it. She was just that illuminating to me. So, Crystal, welcome to my show. Oh, thank you. You're just going to make me cry (laughs) saying those kind things. I want to say it's an honor to be here, to have my name in the list of all your other guests. I'm flattered. So thank you. Well, I tell you, you have been just a breath of fresh air. I first saw you come up and I even talked to another psychic that I usually have on. Her name is Christina and I have her on often and I turned her on to you. She thought you were just lovely and right on on every single thing she saw you talk about on your videos and everything. She just really, really admired you too. So if nothing else, and she actually has a question that she said that maybe we could ask you later on, you know, on some things, if you're wanting to do that, if not, we can edit it out, whatever. (laughs) So Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So tell me what, I know you're an intuitive medium, but tell me what that entails. What does that mean? Well, you can use all sorts of words to describe me. And I feel like people who do what I do, we just pick the words that vibe with us. Mm -hmm. And so I'm a medium, which means I can connect to the other side. I can talk to souls who are no longer earth side. And intuitive means I can catch the vibe of what's going on. My body can sense things from the other side. I intuitively, my gut just knows. When I'm watching your your videos, there are so many things that I wrote down that I want to ask as far as how it works for you, because the way you describe it, I wanted my listeners to listen to this and, and have you explain it to them too. And one of them was what your thoughts were on soulmates. I was very surprised. Yeah. So tell my listeners what you describe soulmates are. Well, I am shown by the other side that we have hundreds, maybe even thousands of soulmates. We hear the word soulmate. We think about, you know, the movies and just that one perfect person who was made for us. But when we're setting out our life plan, we're setting out our goals. What do we want to accomplish in this life? What obstacles do we want to overcome to experience? I feel like that's the point of coming to earth is to experience things. We need... The good, the bad, and the ugly, and the wonderful, and the heartfelt. And so we need souls to meet to hit those locations on our roadmap. So that would be your loving husband. That would be your best friend. That would be the mean boss. And you'd be like, oh, my God, the mean boss is a soulmate? Well, absolutely. They're a soul who you needed to meet to learn how to say, let someone else not affect you. Um, Learn how to stand up for yourself. Say like the bump in the road of like a bully in elementary school, Mm. because that is going to then put a thorn on you, a trauma that you can then work through as an adult and then be proud of yourself, how you overcame those experiences that you had when you were a child. So, yes, there's lots of souls that we are destined to meet, to have an experience with them, to become wiser and stronger, braver because of. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you wouldn't think like a soulmate would be somebody more like a passing, you know, maybe a two-year kind of thing or, you know, a 10-year or even a week kind of thing. They can be any of those, right? Absolutely. It can just be where you needed to see one of my TikTok videos and let it just hit home so good that you take a left and then you're off. You're on your highest and greatest path and you never see me again. But you needed to see me. You needed to see that one video. Um, You needed to watch that one documentary that made you start thinking twice about meat. And now you took a right and now you're back on your highest and greatest path because you're avoiding meat, say. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. See, and I love the approach that you take on some of this stuff because a lot of mediums, they all believe the same kinds of things and they're all on the same page on so many things. And that's what I love because I know it's real then. But But every medium sees their way of seeing it in their own way. And I love that because it makes sense that why wouldn't it be different? Why wouldn't you have your own individuality with it, right? And it opens my mind up to see, oh, wait a minute, that's cool. I'd never thought about it like that. So I love that part of this. And that's why I wanted to have you on my show because, yes, I have tons of mediums and psychics on my show, but they're all very different. And you loved Paul Jasek, didn't you? The pickle moment guy? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I was just giggling the whole time. Yes. <laughs> was he hilarious? He has been on my podcast a couple times, but you know, it's funny how even they can affect other mediums. You know, like my friend Christina said, ask her if she can. I don't know if you can do this because I don't know if you really talk about this kind of stuff. She said, ask her about what do you believe is coming up for us as a collective? Do you have any ideas? I think perception is reality. Mm -hmm. And so everyone giving all these different, you know, psychics say this is very psychic energy is going to be saying what their reality is going to be. And I am a pleasant, calm kind of environment person. And so I think that the world is going to be beautiful and wonderful. And we are going to be empowering each other and exchanging knowledge with each other because that's my reality. That's what I sit in every day. So, yeah. And and maybe that shows that I am not that comfy cozy with the word psychic. Yeah, no, it makes sense because, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't use it to describe myself. I'll use it to help someone see like what I do, but it's not really my thing. Why? Because free will is the core of it all. And you say like the president can wake up at any moment and have his free will do whatever he wants. And so like one path that we're on is one way and someone looks into the future and they see it for that moment. But free will can take us any way. It's a beautiful gift. It's like the best gift of being a human is the free will. So when it comes to looking into the future, I prefer to be positive did that answer the question? No, it did. It did. And you know, it's funny you're talking about free will because sometimes somebody asked you or you talked about it on a video about free will, you know, sometimes the angels or whatever will step in, guides will step in and they will take someone's free will that might impact your destiny. Like let's say somebody drinks too much and gets behind the wheel and you're in that car. The way the trajectory is, he's going to hit you. 
And sometimes they know that's going to happen and they don't want your path to be broken. So they will maybe have you lose your key so you don't get in your car right away. Yeah, that is exactly how it's shown to me that they don't step in and stop free will until someone else's destiny is going to be affected by your free will. Mm, So that's why we need to always like ask our angels, ask our guides, our higher self, hey, can you support me in this? Can you make sure I make the right choice? Can you give me the right signs? Or they're just like sitting up there, sitting on their hands being like, ask us, ask us, you know, because they can't step in until you ask them. So you're out here, say you're about to make like a very large mistake, but it might be hurting someone else. Then they'll step in and be like, nope, that's not, that's not the destiny. You, You can't do that. I think that kind of happened with me one time when I was in the car with my children and they were younger. They were both in car seats. Um, One was a booster, one was a car seat. And this woman pulled right out in front of me on the road and there was no way, there was absolutely no way I was not going to hit her. And I braced myself because it was too quick. I couldn't do anything else. I just slammed my brakes on and braced myself and I didn't hit her. And I opened my eyes and she was about 40 yards ahead of me. There's no way that could have happened. There was absolutely no way it could have happened. And it frightened me. It relieved me, but it made me go, okay, something happened. I don't know how it happened, but something happened. And I told my husband, he was like, okay, well, you sure you weren't further away? You know, he thinks this is all a bunch of (laughs) woo-woo. But he's supportive. It's fine. But, you know, it's just, uh, he believed me. But still, it's just, I know what I felt and I know what was about to happen to me. And Crystal, it didn't happen. I I don't know if the angel stepped in. I don't even know what happened. What do you think if that person, because we were just talking about soulmates, what if this person was a soulmate that this needed to occur to open your eyes to the bigger picture, to start Mm. you on your journey, to end up making yourself a podcast, to then spread more awareness? Yes. To the beyond. Yeah. And it was years ago, but I mean, it was, yeah. And, but it did open my eyes to go, it can happen to me too. I'm not exempt from this. You know, I've always been kind of a believer in, you know, spirits and ghosts and those kinds of things. Um, But I didn't know much about it until I started studying up on it myself. And honestly, Crystal, this podcast has really opened my eyes to spirituality in a whole different way than I ever thought it would. Especially like when you were talking in your video about somebody asked, are our loved ones always connected to us? And you said, just because you lived in that house for years and years and years, and you don't want to leave that house because your husband died in that house or whatever, doesn't mean you can't leave that house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Their essence is in your heart. Their essence is a part of you. They're living through you. So that's why they really want you to heal and find joy and happiness again because that means they get to experience happiness earth side Mm, yes and I was telling another person that I was interviewing a near-death experiencer and I told you before we started recording I talked to my mom sometimes and I said and she just gained a superpower she's just the incredible invisible woman to me now (laughs) yeah yeah exactly they're more alive than ever and they're you know they're pretty much screaming in your ears you know at all times we just can't see them And that's the thing. And do we have to see them? You don't have to see God to have faith in him. Why wouldn't you have faith in your own loved one if they're around you all the time? And that's very comforting to me. I don't know about you, but it is. So what was so cool also about you is you didn't even gain your abilities really until after you had like early 30s until after you had your son. And there's nobody.
nobody in your family that has this ability. So what do you think happened? I'll say my whole life, I have been interested in the creepy, the spooky, yeah. you, you know, like Fear Street books. Yeah. And, you know, I was a I was a child of the 90s. Yeah. So like Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. I saw my first scary movie in third grade. I was hooked. So it was always definitely part of like me. To not be fearful of the unexplained. Right. I was actually always interested in it. But the women in my family, going back many generations, the women had like the knowing, mm. but they couldn't obviously grow anything, develop anything, really talk about anything. Right. You know, it's probably like my generation is the first generation able to like open your mouth and like come out of the psychic closet, say. So I don't know what they could have developed if they were in my time in my shoes, but there's no one else that I know of like me in my family. And there was, it was right after I gave birth to my son, my whole world started to change. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, this is sleep deprivation. I have a newborn, (laughs) but I'm being woken up by ghosts. My dreams are coming true and my TVs won't stop turning on and off by themselves. Something's going on. How did you not just go like, oh my gosh, this is so scary? Probably because my heart and my soul knew what my destiny was. And so it, it kept me calm. And, and I was, like I said, I was, I thought this stuff was cool. Like my whole yeah, life, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah. Oh, I read Stephen King novels, all of them when I was in high school. So yeah, I, I totally yeah. get it. Yeah. It, yeah. So it never did. Now, I mean, being woken up by ghosts on the side of your bed, yeah. that's startling. Yeah. You know, it scream and yell and throw pillows and whatever. My <laughs> poor husband. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did he think? I mean, he's like, wait a minute, who did I marry? <laughs> My poor husband is a trooper. He's a trooper and he just gives me space to be myself. And so it is perfectly fine. You know, he's he's not sure what he believes in, but he does believe in me. So um, that is totally my husband. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And the support is amazing, even if they don't, because I'm not here to change his journey because that's not that wasn't what he was here for. You know, he's here to support. You know, he's always been here to nurture us and and be that he is definitely a humanitarian. I'm telling you right now. So, yes, my husband definitely has one of the kindest hearts probably I've I've ever experienced. Um, So when I ask the other side, why then? Mm -hmm. Why right then? I'm a new mom, you know, and they said it was time. Really? I had had experiences in my 20s that like brought texture to myself, Mm. knowledge and wisdom. I experienced things that gave me empathy for now when I sit with someone and they talk about, say, like an unhealthy relationship. I can say, girl, I get it. Mm. I understand. Mm -hmm. I can say things so true. And the tears that I cry with my clients are so true because I get it. And so I think that's why I needed experience. I couldn't just go free willy-nilly into sitting with clients because I wouldn't have got it. I wouldn't know what it's like to lose a friend. I needed to lose a friend in my 20s to understand the pain of it. Are you able to connect with her? Are you able to talk to her? Um, I don't connect to people on the other side. Why? Because I don't feel the need. Why? Because I know that they're with me. I know that she loves me. I know that she supports me. I know anything that I would ever ask. I know the answer is yes. And so um, sometimes I have past family members come back and like pop in and say hello. Um, But it's never more than just a wave. I know the other side is with me and loves me and supports me. 
So yeah, I have the faith. Yeah, well, you know, that helps you with other people doing readings for them because you can get your stuff out of the way. You know how it all works. You understand that. Trying to get them to understand, hey, listen, now I am connecting with your loved one and now I am connecting with that ghost that you threw the pillow at or whatever. Um, And let me ask you that. What do you think about ghosts? Why do you think they're here? Do you think? I always ask the psychics the same thing because I'm curious. Some of them have the same answer. Some of them don't. I think... If someone passes away and they see that light and they don't go into it, Mm -hmm. it's because of their own junk. It's the human in them. They're mad they passed away. They're scared of this judgment thing that they were taught of their whole life. Mm -hmm. They're just way too stuck on the human. That's why they look like what they looked like whenever they were alive and the clothes, the personality. They might stick to like the location because they don't want to leave the human for whatever reason they don't want to go to the light they're mad about it they're upset about it so they stick and they stay but our creator does not forget about them would never abandon them and continuously check on them and are like you want to go to the light do you want to go to and then they say no and then they come back but they all do eventually go and we've never seen a caveman ghost you know (laughs) i'm sure some of them didn't go to the light but they all eventually do move along yeah can you imagine going yeah you know going up there i spent a couple hundred years as a ghost because i was afraid that i might go to help (laughs) yeah Mm-hmm. It's just fascinating to me because I think when you broaden your horizons a little bit and get out of that box and understand that there's so much more to living and learning and loving and understanding humanity as opposed to being so legalistic about everything and listening to everything everyone says, never forming your own opinions, never expanding your horizons. I, I just wish more people did that, you know, because if they would do that, They would understand why mediums like yourself are so important in the way you talk about how you work. Like if somebody were to come in for a session, how do you work with them? What can they expect? Oh, well, they can expect to make a new friend, first and foremost. And I say an opening prayer because I like my mediumship to be palatable. I don't use crazy metaphysical words. I stick to a lot of the language that I learned growing up Lutheran Mm -hmm. because I wanted to really resonate with people and they find comfort in the words that I'm saying. And they're not like, what is she talking about? Astral something or, you know, so number one, I try to be palatable. I try to be, you know, your friendly medium. And we say an opening prayer because everyone's usually pretty nervous. Um, It's quite enjoyable for me when I first connect to someone. I'm like, ooh, no nerves. This is going to be cool. You know, I know that I can go a little bit more even spiritual with that person. So we say a prayer and we calm down and we breathe and we remember that the earth is like physical support for us and a gift from God. And and then I will start receiving images in my mind's eye. And then it's like metaphors and charades with my language I have with the other side. Or they might give me an earache and then I'll say there's someone on the other side that's wanting to talk about physical pain. It's really easy for them to manipulate my eardrum. I think this is like the pre-destiny getting me ready in my teens and my 20s for my 30s because they they had me rupture my eardrum a whole bunch in that time. And now my eardrum is very easy to manipulate and cause pain. Wow. 
like, it's like a tool, you know? Yeah. So they just kind of like mess with it a second. And I say the other side wants to talk about pain. So yeah. So that's why I think it didn't come to later. They had some stuff they had to do with me to yeah. get me ready right. to connect to the other side. So yeah. So we just go through and, and we talk to spirit guides, higher self, loved ones. Oh, my favorite part are the pets. Oh, oh and their yes. sweet, unconditional <laughs> love. You know, it doesn't die either. And they're no. just right there. And show their little personalities. I love that part. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, so I just hope that when they get off the phone with me, they feel different than they did when they first sat down, that they see something a little bit different. They have like something to chew on to help with healing and, you know, where to go next. You know, I really big on validations, facts. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just saying grandma is with you, but I'm saying your grandma who quilted, who was around big equipment and was married to a guy in the army is with you. We right. got to have some facts with it. Right. Yeah. No. And you talk about that on some of your videos. You're like, listen, I don't do live readings on TikTok. I won't do it. And it's because it's so special to you and it's so private. There are things that can happen that they may not want people to know. Once you said that, I was like, yeah, why are people doing this? You know, but they're so general. And then you wonder if they're even real. So yeah. yeah. So if you have one opportunity to connect to heaven, I want you to be able to get everything you can. If you need to talk about what happened to you when you were 17, say a rape, I need you to be able to go there and we're going to cry about it and we are going to get facts from heaven about it. And I don't want you to be nervous if your neighbor is watching the live with you because it's no one's business. Right. So that's why it's very private. I work out of my home, but I make sure that no one in my home can hear what I am speaking about because it's not their business. You know, it is just me and you. You are safe. It is okay. Let's heal. Well, to me, that that is healing. Just that part right there, just knowing that someone's listening. There's no judgment. You're just the conduit. Yeah, you're just the conduit to let them know you're okay. We're going to talk through this. We're going to get through this. You still may need counseling later on, you know, but, but, you know, but hopefully now you have the strength and you're like, you know what? I need to talk about this. Yes. You're right. I haven't thought about this in five years. You're right. Absolutely. And one of your other videos, I'm kind of changing gears here. You were talking about, you can even help people find objects. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Tell me more about that. So for me to find an object, I like the challenge of it. So they come in, whatever it may be. And for me to find an object, I actually become the object. That is so cool. So it it becomes, it's really interesting. It's really neat. So, but you still have like a game then to play with yourself after you have the information, because I can just look around and see what I can see. I can see it's dusty. I can say I'm looking up a lamp. I'm like, I'm looking up and I can see the the inside of a lamp and you know or one time I was someone was looking for documents and I could see a gun I'm like I see a gun and it is very dusty I said I can taste dirt it's very dusty and then the next day they sent me a message and they said that they found it in the attic and they didn't even realize that like a grandpa in one of his random boxes had a gun in it 
and they were like, thank heavens that we lost it. We came to you because we found this like old revolver in the attic that does not need to be there. (laughs) You know, it makes me wonder if you could ever maybe work for, you know, a police department to find someone who's missing or a dog or, you know, a little child or something. Could you ever do that? I have worked with missing people, but it has been privately, not through the police. Okay. But I would totally, if someone came to, absolutely, I would love to do my part. But the times that I've done missing persons, it was like directly with family. Okay. Well, that's good to know that you can do that for them too. If something happens and they need to find someone or whatever it is, it'd be nice to to know you you have those abilities. How cool. I'm so impressed by you. It's not me. It's the other side doing it. I'm just saying what I see. Yeah. Well, but you know what? The thing is, you've taken the time because I know what it takes just to talk to my mom, you know, and as crazy as that still sounds to me that I can even do that, I can only imagine what you had to do to get where you are because it's this hasn't been going on for very long. Your child's only five. So you are light years ahead of anything that I've ever done. And I commend you for that because you wrapped your arms around this and took it on full force and how incredible while while having a newborn and still having like an actual career job and yeah in March will be six years since my first time seeing a ghost and um, as soon as I saw it I just took off with it it was like it took off like a wildfire Mm. but I think it's because like it was my destiny And so all I was actually doing was remembering the stuff my soul and my heart already knew. And so I would meditate for 30 minutes to an hour every single day during nap time. Every single day. Why did I do that? Because I was learning how to turn off the human. And then every single bedtime after putting my baby to bed, I would do free online readings anonymously to get practice. Mm -hmm. I would attend classes in the evenings after bedtime, three classes at a time. I did everything I could to develop because I couldn't get enough. It was blowing me away. And Yeah. So I did all these classes. I did all these things and I realized it was time to just turn inward and like grow myself. And I needed to make my own practices, my own prayers, my own lay of the plan and no longer listen to people tell me how to do it. And once I did that and took the reins away from teachers and into my own, it blew up. Right. Yeah. And then I started doing in-person free readings just for testimonials. And fast forward, here we are on your podcast. Yeah. Well, hey, you've made it now. <laughs> uh, no, you've done this all on your own and kudos to you for this. Because like I said, when I watch your videos, I don't know if it's just the music you play. It's mesmerizing to me. There's just, I jive with you. There's just something that you do that makes me go, ah, I mean, I, you know how you know when someone's the real deal? And I've talked about this before in my podcast. You're the real deal. You just are. I just know it in my soul. And I was going to ask you, you know how like when we die or whatever, doesn't our higher self stay there, but our souls kind of fragment out and we're always, we're living these different lives. Is that how it works? Yeah, that that's how they show me that we have. It's kind of like a video game, you know, so it's like your actual largest piece of yourself is the one holding the controllers. And then you pick what your little body is going to look like in the video game. And I want to be able to do this. And you know how you can pick your accessories during a video game. So you pick out your life and what you want to do and what kind of world you want to be in. So you pick what parents you want. 
And then you're like kind of running the show from heaven. You're this higher self, but it's just like a little piece of you doing it. A little avatar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what? But it makes sense. You know, it really does. And it's funny because I kept thinking, well, if we're living all these different lives, though, at one time, like past, present and future lives, then how are we only in this one and not remembering that? So, I, you know, it's, those are the questions I don't know will ever be answered. Not with human brains. No. You got to wait till you ditch the human brain. Then you'll say, aha. Yeah. That's what Betty White was talking about. She's like, hey, when we all die, we're all going to know the secrets. We're all going to know the secrets, you know? (laughs) Exactly. So that's when someone like say they come in like judging me or, you know, saying different things or whatever. I'm like, ah, they'll get it in the end. Yeah, no, they really will because that's literally what I tell myself. You no, know, it's true because one of my near death experiences, her father was a very uh, religious man and he really was convinced his father, who wasn't a very nice man, would not be in heaven. And on his deathbed, he actually saw his dad right before he died. Her name was Mary Helen Hensley. And she said, Dad, because she was right next to him right as he was about to die. And she said, What do you see? And he goes, I see dad. He's there. And he said, we're all welcome. We're all welcome. And then he died. It's beautiful. Yeah. So it it made him, just like you said, they get it once they go, there's no hell, you know? And I just, (laughs) but they chose the life path for a reason. And then they come stay in contact with me for a reason. And who am I to judge them for the way they react to someone who is just different than them? Absolutely. So you do you just don't be mean to me. And we're fine. Right. No, it's true. It's true because I'm going to be mean to you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're just so loving about it and everything. Now, are there things that people will ask or, or abilities that you won't tune into or questions you won't answer just because you don't like that particular kind of mediumship? Yes. Ethics 101 with me. I would never tune into something that cannot be changed. So we're not discussing, they're not going to show me that cancer is in your future. No good would come from that. If, if there's going to be a car crash for soul development, mm-hmm. they're not going to show me. It's the destiny out. It's none of our business. They never show me something that cannot be changed. Mm-hmm. We do not discuss babies on the other side waiting to come in. I do not want to be the one to tell you that you're going to have a boy. I would never want to take away that beautiful, magical human moment of finding out that you're going to have a daughter. You know what I mean? Who I'm not taking that. You're going to have that human experience. Like that's the good stuff. That's the stuff that makes life living. So I'm not going to take that from you. And so when people say, am I going to have a baby someday? I'm like, wait and find out because I'm not going to tell you that. You're going to have that beautiful experience. And we're not going to talk about things that would shatter a life. Even if I can tell someone is cheating, I'm not saying a word. Really? No, no. Because what if I got it wrong? What if? Yeah. What if? I'm human. What if I got it wrong? So I'm not, there's no way. If someone comes to me and they want to discuss the relationship, I'm going to let the other side talk all they want. And they're not going to like necessarily show me, but sometimes the intuitive in me is just going to get the gut like, okay, there's something just a little bit off with this relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to destroy a life. 
Right. Would you direct them in a way of going, well, you know, you might know the answers. And if you're feeling uncomfortable, maybe you should look into it. I'm not going to tell you either way. Is that kind of what you say? Yeah. I let the other side kind of direct where we go with it. And I just say what the other side is showing me. I have discernment though. Like I'm a decent human who's not going to ruin your life. Oh, of course not. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. And what do you do? Do you tap into their guides as well? Do your guides kind of shake their guides' hands and just all talk together? And how does that work? Yeah. So I describe it to clients that it's like the whole party's here. Your past loved ones, your guides, my guides, our angels, everything is up there. And they all take turns holding the microphone. Sometimes while they hold the microphone, they're going to wave. And now you're going to know that dad is saying hello. Mm -hmm. And then they just pass around and everyone is talking. I am using my guides because they're my gateway. Mm -hmm. And your guides are your gateway. And then it's just a big old party. Everyone is up there and we talk to everybody as needed. See, that's just, I love that. I love that. So anyway, you have been a delight. Let me tell everyone how to reach you. Go ahead and plug your website. Let everybody know how to get a hold of you, Crystal. Okay, my website is crystalmiles.com. My name is spelled a little different, so you probably need to go to the show notes to yes. see yes. see how to spell it. Yes. But that is how you get a hold of me. Absolutely. And I will obviously add that to my show notes. And Crystal, you have been a delight. Thank you. Thank you for coming on my show. Well, thank you. This has been so fun. Well, I love providing because I want to know at no cost. So if you like what you heard, please leave me a five-star review or you can just buy me a cup of coffee. It's kind of like a Patreon, but you don't have a monthly subscription and you can give whatever you feel led to give. I am a one-woman show and I do all of my scheduling and my interviewing and my editing. So just know your support is so greatly appreciated. And one more thing, I am a paranormal romance novelist and you can find all of my books on Amazon. Just look up my name. I'm very easy to find. Thank you guys again and I will see you next week.